keep these words that I am commanding you today in your hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The great commandment which we have just heard read in our first lesson has a central place in Anglican worship. In the prayer book communion office, it is recited before the collect each day, while in the BAS forms of morning and evening prayer, it is an optional replacement for the Apostles' Creed, and it is recited thus each weekday morning here in our cathedral church. It is both a statement of faith, hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, and it is a command, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And the Israelite was commanded to keep it, not simply outwardly, but in the very center of his or her being. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. This belief in the existence and trustworthiness of the one God, the Lord, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, and love of that God at the center of one's person, this was the life to which a child of Abraham was called. And the law was given precisely as a means to that end, to a loving relation between the chosen people and their God. For Christians, of course, that whole life is understood to be summed up most fully in the life of Jesus, who is himself the divine law embodied, the word incarnate, God himself living a human life. In Jesus, we claim, we see the human love of God perfected because we see the love that is God himself loving in human form. The whole life of Jesus is love for God his Father. It is, that is to say, the unfolding in time and space, in the confines of a human life, of that love that the Son has for the Father in their shared eternity. This is why so often in the Gospels, we see Jesus withdrawing to be with his Father in solitary prayer, just as we saw at the beginning of our second lesson this evening. Jesus was praying alone, we are told, with only the disciples near him. Jesus praying alone to the Father. This is what it looks like for the Christian to keep the great commandment fully in one's heart. Jesus praying alone to the Father. Yet it's important for us to see that in Jesus, this solitary love of God doesn't draw him away from the world so as to avoid the reality of the world. For Jesus returns from his prayer with a hard saying, both for himself and for his students. The Son of Man must undergo great suffering, he tells them, 
he tells us, and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Love of God, you see, indeed the love that is God, does not seek to escape the world that God loves, but faces that world that God loves, in spite of the fact that that world has turned its back on its creator and would even destroy itself if it could. True love of God, true charity as it is technically called, draws the lover to God, but not by deserting the beloved of God. True love does not desert the world that God loves. True love undergoes crucifixion, is willing to be spurned, ignored, thought little of, and betrayed precisely because it loves God, and out of love for God, loves what God himself loves. The season of Lent, upon which we will embark this Wednesday, is a season in which we are first called to find ourselves rooted and grounded in love, to recall to ourselves, as fully as we can, that insofar as we are found in Christ, just so far we are found in love. Lent is also a season of gazing upon love, upon the God who is love, living a human life that we can see and we can hear, we can imagine, we can receive, so that that love may grow in us. Finally, it is a season of allowing our own love to be purified by crucifixion. It is a season of learning to love those whom God loves more fully, learning to bear one another's burdens more patiently, with more kindness, for the sake of the one who has loved us into existence and has loved us even to death upon the cross, so that we may find in that love rest and peace in the enjoyment of the one for whom our hearts long. If any want to become my students, let them deny themselves and take up their crosses daily and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.